Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Hello, and welcome to episode number 118 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is Beautiful Beatitudes, Part 2. Here we are this week, by the grace of God, continuing to look at the Beatitudes that are presented in Matthew chapter 5. We know that the Beatitudes are a part of the Sermon on the Mount given by Jesus in Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7. The Sermon on the Mount is given to us so that we may know how to live as kingdom children, to know how to walk upright and righteous in the sight of God. So I think it is so awesome of him to actually lay out for us the behavior and the way in which he desires for his children to function here on earth. But of course, we know that none of this can take place except his Holy Spirit abide in us and give us the wisdom, knowledge, and capability to be able to live like this, because this is not natural living. This is supernatural living, spiritual living that God has made possible through himself dwelling within us through the Holy Spirit. So I just think it's so great. We're going to continue now and we're going to look this week at verse 5 and 6 of Matthew chapter 5. Verse 5 says, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. When you're meek, you are gentle, truly humble, and submissive. Someone who is meek will think about others before themselves. It does not imply a weak, sad, or subdued person, or even false modesty. That's not what meek means. We tend to confuse meekness with weakness. Weakness is characterized by indecision, a lack of moral or physical strength, fearfulness, or low self-esteem. But these are not the characteristics that Jesus is praising here in this verse. Jesus was meek, and no one could accuse him of being weak or indecisive. Meekness, then, is the ability to control one's power or strength and to use it for the benefit of others. It's the opposite of being arrogant, selfish, assertiveness, and having uncontrolled emotions. So the meek, you know, they do get angry, but at the right time and not because of any wounded pride. The meek humbly place all of their abilities and emotions under God's complete control and do not allow their personal circumstances, however, 
no matter how adverse, to disturb their peace. And so meekness is a beautiful, beautiful quality. When you think of meekness now, think of strength under control. So a person who is meek is humble and gentle of heart. They're considerate of others. They're easily approachable. And they even know how to deal kindly with those people who oppose them or may even be harsh. Psalm 37 verses 9 to 11 says, For evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait on the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall be no more. Indeed, you will look carefully for his place, but it shall be no more. But the meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. So being meek is not weakness. It's a beautiful quality which even Jesus had. And it says here that the meek shall inherit the earth. And so this refers again to those who have been humbled before God. They will inherit not only the blessedness of heaven, but shall ultimately share the kingdom of God here upon the earth as they walk with their Savior. Let's look at verse 6. Blessed. Now remember, when we say blessed, which is at the beginning of each one of these Beatitudes, we're talking about happy. So blessed means happy. So if we do these Beatitudes or we live out these Beatitudes, we will have a much more happier, joyful, abundant life. And you probably will want to go and listen to part one so that you can hear the other Beatitudes that I've covered already. So now let's go to verse 6. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. People hunger and thirst for power, for fame, for money, for beauty, for sex. But here we're talking about a different type of hunger and thirst. We know that hunger and thirst are warning signals that we need food or liquid. And if we don't respond to these warnings, we could starve or become dehydrated. Both conditions are life-threatening if neglected. And they can easily become corrected by getting the right amount of food or drink. Well, the Beatitudes here are challenging us instead to eagerly seek righteousness, to seek God and His righteous instruction in much the same way that we would hunger and thirst after something to eat or something to drink. A man or woman who has been born again, they have an inner God-given hunger and thirst for His righteousness. They just have a passion to want to live right before the Lord. And they know, again, it's not anything that they can produce. It's no righteousness of their own, but the righteousness that comes from God. Psalm 107 verse 9 says, He satisfieth the longing soul and filleth the hungry soul with goodness. This filling again comes from God, who is the total source of satisfaction for his people. Psalm 143 verse 6 says, I stretch forth my hands unto thee. My soul thirsteth after thee as a thirsty land. Selah. 
Now, what is righteousness? Well, righteousness means to be right or just, and we're especially talking about in regards to our relationship with God. And again, the only way to be right or just with God is through the redemptive work that Christ completed on the cross for us that makes us right with God and allows us to be clothed in the righteousness of Jesus Christ and not any righteousness that we have of our own because we don't have any to present to God. And so it's not seeking self-righteousness, but the righteousness that only comes from God. It is to depend on Him and not our own willpower to achieve right living. Philippians chapter 3 verses 7 to 9 states, I once thought these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage, so that I could gain Christ and become one with him. I no longer count on my own righteousness through obeying the law. Rather, I become righteous through faith in Christ. For God's way of making us right with himself depends on faith. So hunger and thirst are not just a one-time need. They're a daily need that we all have. And our body constantly needs nourishment from food and water to function, well, the same way spiritually we need to hunger and thirst after righteousness so that we are not Christians who are malnourished due to not having our spiritual needs met. So only God can quench our thirst and satisfy our hunger for righteousness, and He has promised us satisfaction and that we will be filled if we have that passion and meet it right through Jesus Christ. Please plan to be back with us next week as we continue to go through the Beatitudes. And in the meantime, smile, Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.